Hi, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you're listening, I hope you are having a wonderful day and that you are enjoying life. So welcome to the first episode of Bibliosmia, where we talk about books and what they represent for us. If you know me at all, you'd know that I love books, but what I love even more than that is sharing my many opinions about things. So I figured what better way to combine the two than share my opinions about books that I'm currently reading. So what we're going to be doing is reading segments or paragraphs from books that I'm currently enjoying and then simply sharing my thoughts and opinions and any ideas or reflections that the books trigger in my head. And please bear in mind that I'm by no means an expert on any of these topics, but if you're willing to listen to me share my thoughts, thank you very much. And I hope you enjoy this and stick along for the ride. So the first book we're going to be reading for this hopefully long series is Shahrazad Goes West by Fatima Mernisi. And for those of you who aren't all too familiar with her, Fatima Mernisi is a Moroccan feminist scholar and a sociologist. She has also taught sociology at the University of Mohammed al-Khamis in Rabat. And she wrote many, many books about the place women hold in Morocco and in the Muslim world in general. She unfortunately recently passed away in 2015, but I believe that her work has impacted many generations and generations to come as well. So for this book, Shahrazad Goes West, Fatima Mernisi presents a very interesting analysis of the tale of the 1001 Nights and how the perception of the main character, Shahrazad, has changed from the Muslim world and then later on when the book was translated in Europe. It is also a very interesting take on the place of women in society as well and also a very interesting reflection on the concept of harems and how they are still present in our modern society in many different forms. So the section that I'm going to be reading is from chapter 4, titled The Mind as an Erotic Weapon. To change the mind of a criminal who is intent on killing you by telling him stories is an extraordinary achievement. In order to succeed, Shahrazad has to master three strategic skills. Control over a fast store of information, the ability to clearly grasp the criminal's mind, and the determination to act in cold blood. The first skill is of an intellectual nature, requiring a wealth of knowledge, and Shahrazad's encyclopedic erudition is described in the first pages of the book. Shahrazad has read the books of literature, philosophy, and medicine, she knew poetry by heart, had studied historical reports, and was acquainted with the sayings of men and the maxims of sages and kings. She was intelligent, knowledgeable, wise, and refined. She had read and learned. But knowledge alone does not enable a woman to influence men in power. Witness the enormous numbers of highly educated women involved in social movements in the West today, who are 
nonetheless unable to keep modern Shahrayars in check. Hence the interest in analyzing Shahrazad's highly successful story. Our heroine's second talent is of a psychological nature, the ability to change a criminal's mind by using words alone. To use dialogue to disarm a killer is a bold strategy, and in order to succeed, the victim must have a good understanding of the criminal's probable moves and know how to integrate them into unfolding events, as in a game of chess. We have to remember that the king, the aggressor, does not talk to Shahrazad in the beginning. During the first six months of her storytelling, he keeps silent and listens without uttering a word. So Shahrazad has no way of knowing what is going on in his mind, except by watching his facial expressions and body language. How to continue talking in the night without making a fatal psychological miscalculation? Much like a military strategist who uses his knowledge to foresee future events, Shahrazad has the guess and guess accurately because the slightest mistake will be fatal. Shahrazad's final talent is her cold-blooded capacity to control her fear enough to think clearly and lead the dynamic interaction with the aggressor instead of being led. Shahrazad only survives because she is a super strategist of the intellect. She would have been killed if she had disrobed like a Hollywood vamp or Matisse's odalisk and stretched out passively on the king's bed. This man is not looking for sex. He is looking for a psychotherapist. He is suffering from acute self-loathing, as we all do when we discover that we have been cuckolded. He is furious because he does not understand the other sex, or why his wife betrayed him. Despite her powerlessness, Shahrazad manages through an accurate reading of a comp complex situation to change the balance of power and reach the top. This is why, even today, Many women like myself, who feel totally helpless in politics, admire Shahrazad. Some Westerners who misread her story and reduce her to frivolous entertainer might view her as a bad role model for modern women. But I think that if you situate her accurately in her political context, her pertinence as a role model becomes quite clear. She saves not only herself, but also in an entire kingdom by slowly changing the mind of the chief decision maker, the king. This book is a very interesting take on how the tale of Shahrazad has been presented in the Arab Muslim psyche and how that changed when it was translated to European languages. How Shahrazad's motives and methods have been translated and how they changed when they traveled over to the West. Originally, how the tale was written, Shahrazad wasn't just a simple servant or a simple jaria, or even a slave or any other woman of the harem. She was someone who willingly made the choice to put an end to the incessant massacre. She, she was a woman who used psychological, personal, political, even strategic tools to convince uh, Shahrayar to stop what he was doing to stop the murders and the killings of tens and hundreds of innocent women. But when that was transposed over to the West, the story was given a much more sexual connotation and Shahrazad was turned into a seductress, 
a woman who used her sexual prowess to entrap the king and to wrap him around her finger and put him under her spell when when in reality it was it was a lot more than just that because a lot of women tried before her to achieve the same thing and they all ended up being victims to Shahrayar's tyranny and it was only because she used her mental and intellectual capabilities that she was able to not only change his mind but also get through to him in a way and make him realize that what he was doing as a response to his first wife betraying him wasn't a very healthy coping mechanism and it was just wrong and unfair and unjust even. Now, I, I, I don't really like or appreciate this specific trope that is pres present in fiction a lot of the woman giving up her all to change a disturbed man, to fix him in a way through some magical, mystical power of love and affection. But I think it's presented in a very interesting and different way in this book because it wasn't a matter of love or of emotions or false hope of a somewhat romantic ending. It was a matter of survival for Shahrazad because her life was at risk here. And the way she managed to save her life was through intellectual power versus how the European translations of the book have presented this woman as a sexual being and somebody who used sex and seduction to make Shahrayar spare, spare her at the end. And I think that takes a lot away from the spiritual and political aspect and depth of this book and what it stands for and represents in the Muslim society as a whole. And I think that ties us back directly to the whole Orientalist view that we have all been a victim of at one point or another and to clearly explain this point I'm going to quote one of my favorite directors Nordin Khmari so during one of his talks he explained that when he first went to Norway as a film student not a lot of people knew a lot about Morocco because it wasn't France or Spain or Italy even where there was a big community of Moroccan expats. It was Norway where nobody actually knew anything about the country. So one of, one, one of his professors said that they were going to be watching one of the greatest movies of all times, Casablanca. He was very excited for everyone to see what his country was about. But then when they actually watched the movie, it was actually about the macho American white man who gets the lady at the end and the only representation of the Moroccan person in that movie was a very stereotypical man wearing a jlaba and a red tarbouche who was serving tea at Rick's cafe and to directly quote Khmari that image traumatized him which is a feeling that I really relate to because whenever the Muslim and Arab region and world is represented in media and literature and here I'm using the world Muslim Arab region very loosely uh, to represent the Middle East and North Africa 
even though the whole region is extremely diverse and I personally think it's a shame that it's all grouped under the same umbrella but whenever this region is represented in media and literature in general it's it's through a very orientalist lens and our customs and tradition are represented as folklore and I really really hate that word um, we're viewed as a little bit of a gimmick in a way and as something new and exotic to entertain the western eye and exotic is also a world that i hate a lot and the way we're shown is to show the mysteries of the orient and the sands and the deserts and the camels and the minty and the palaces and women are shown as these hidden sexual treasures that these crazy tyrannic despots are hiding away in their harems just to keep all for themselves and it's it's very sad that we face this all the way still now in 2022 in literature and cinema and in music i can i can actually name at least like five different songs from five different american bands that are named jinn and have a flute and the oud section in the instrumental and that is extremely sad because the the age of globalization didn't really play in our favor and even up to this day all we're seeing is arab and north african men still being typecast as terrorists in all those movies and only as that stupid trope of the dumb character who's only there to serve the white man and even when we see moroccan women in movies they're mainly shown as these overly sexual creatures that partake in witchcraft or anything of the sort and somewhat that aspect is still entrapped in our very own minds i feel like us as a society we have this inferiority complex and that is a direct leftover from the times of colonization and it's very hard for a lot of us to to admit it we're, we're having a very difficult time separating ourselves from the colonialist mindset. Like it even took me a very long time to understand and to realize that people aren't superior just because they were born in a different place. And we have a lot to give and to offer. And as flawed as it is in our eyes, this place is still ours. And it's the only one that we'll get. And just existing on a daily basis i notice a lot of extremely talented people of gifted writers and directors and musicians and thinkers and inventors and creators and scientists and we really need to move on from that whole orientalist narrative to truly make a change because that is the same narrative that took Shahrazad from being a genuinely smart, intelligent, knowledgeable woman who used her intellect into this mystical sexual creatures who used sex to save her life. And if you've made it this far, the main thing that I want you to take away is that the, the culture that you were born in and this wonderful country that we call home whether we want it or not, it's, it's beautiful and more than just the caricature of 
طرابش and جلالب and ثرابي and most importantly out of everything it is ours well this has been all for today and I really hope that you learned a thing or two with me please feel free to leave your thoughts ideas and comments and I'll be very happy to discuss cheers